0: Hello everyone, Sam Hurley here. Yes it is, it's me. It's your favourite podcaster. I know, congrats, welcome. Look, this week's guest was incredibly special. We were really lucky to get him. Basically, he's one of Deadpool's biggest fans. In fact, he should be the third person that Deadpool the Movie on Twitter follows. Petition there. But he's an incredibly busy man. So in order for us to make this work, what we had to do was we had to ring him on a phone. Catch him between jobs. Very lucky to get 45 minutes alone with him. So, bit of a disclaimer. There are a few patches where, you know, the sound's not that great and there's a few background noises and he even gets prematurely ejected from our podcast. But I think you guys will find it was more than worth it to get such an amazing guest on. The content is great. He's amazing. What else can I say? Well, except for... Hit me with that theme. Now playing. Why so serious? What is the Have
1: You ever danced to the devil in the pale moonlight?
0: Oh, what's in the box?
1: You like
2: scary movies? What does Marcellus Wallace look like?
0: You talking to me? You talking to me? Movie reviews in 20 Qs. Hello, good people, and welcome to Movie Reviews and 20Qs, the show where we review a movie by asking 20 weird and wonderful questions about it. I am your host, Sam Hurley, and I am joined this week by the wonderful, the charming Machu How are you, bro? Yeah, I'm good today. I'm pretty excited about this. We only just saw this movie,
2: so I love Deadpool.
0: Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to do this, too. Now... Machu, as we discovered a couple of episodes back, knows nothing about the Marvel comics. He had to explain to him who Modok was, which is quite funny, given that Machu is a giant head and small arms and legs <laughs> himself. So I had to go out far and wide and bring in the biggest Marvel nerd I could find, and I've got the best one of them all. I've got Koi Jandro. How are you, Koi?
1: Doing great, man. Excited to be here, and I'm, I wear that title with honor.
0: Oh, awesome. Yep, we've got the fastest mouth in the West. We've got the host of Marvel Movie News. You know him. You love him from many different shows, and oh, it's so awesome to have you on here, Koi uh we're talking before the show but basically i've been known as the marvel nerd on the show for quite some time now and sorry dear listeners i'm gonna to have to break the news to you i steal all my information off koi and his wonderful show he's the one that fills me up full of knowledge and i spew it out
1: <laughs> i'm just slipping little, little pieces like those football like things i'm launching them across the classroom just like making sure new zealand knows <laughs> like here's another tidbit this is a modoc and then this Wade Wilson's relevant for this reason.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've been a Marvel nerd for so much of my life, and it's, it's an awesome show to come, you know, listen to every week and check you guys out and basically find other people that are similar to me. The internet's a great and wonderful place.
1: Yeah, it's incredible. Like, something that we used to hide as children, like, in, in, in the States, like, wearing a Spider-Man shirt in middle school was, like, easy, guys. Like, what's your move? And now it's like people have tattoos and hats and it's it's a full on movement. It's incredible. Like this is <laughs> yeah. what we were saying before the show, like grandmas know who Thanos is. And I remember being like, how do you pronounce Thanos? And now it's like the yeah. pop culture standard. He's Darth Vader for our generation.
0: Oh, it's so true. Such a good time to fucking be living.
1: Oh, dude, we got like what? There's five movies right now to see. Yeah, exactly. It's nuts. It's, it's just
0: it's completely nuts. We've taken over the world. It's great. We're winning. Take that, Jocks.
1: <laughs> we can work out and read comics and look like superheroes, but know them. Take it. Kid exactly. of the
2: nerds has come back, eh? Revenge.
0: <laughs> Revenge of the nerds. Totally. So anyway, guys, IMDb have this rated at 8.4. Rotten Tomatoes have this rated at 88%. Now, out of 10,000 lead tokens, what would you rate this movie, Koi?
1: Uh 862. Wow. Out of 10,000. that's about- I Oh, wait, 8, sorry. I went 1,000. This is a horrible Out of zero to that, 8,620.
2: That's a good score. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had this at 8,998 just because of that shit. New Zealand flavor. I just love seeing Kiwis in
0: movies. I'm all about that. <laughs> True, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> and it's a great movie, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I absolutely love this movie. I don't know if I loved it as much as the first one, but I definitely did love it, so I'm going to give it 8,495.
1: All in the 8,000s, I like it.
0: Yeah, yeah, a lot of love all around
1: for the old Deadpool.
0: So yeah, we'll crack into it. If you haven't heard our show before, what we do is we go through 20 weird and wonderful questions. Uh, We start with a question that's been submitted to us by one of our listeners we then go through nine of our questions that we uh usually apply to every movie and then we go through our personal set of questions we also finish with a question that's been submitted to us by one of our listeners so first up this comes here of jackie davis who got to us on twitter thank you so much for this jackie she wanted to know has main street been resealed from deadpool one well, when I, when
2: I was um, watching the movie, um, it came to Main Street. That's where he got shot. The knee got shot right up Main Street.
1: Yeah. Right up Main Street. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right up Main Street. And I don't think it did get resealed. He keeps asking for the dildo. So yeah. <laughs> I think there's a big gap there. And no, it hasn't been sealed up.
1: <laughs> I think it's more concerning the concept that it could be. Because that, I mean, that is a man that need, like, he eats a lot of chimichangas and Mexican food. And my concern is if that does get sealed up. Where else does it come from? How does it leave? I'm worried. (laughs) Let's hope that is as open and viable an option to leave as possible, because we already know Deadpool is one of the smelliest characters in comics. He is a cancer patient, constantly healing over his own festering wounds. If you add a sealed (laughs) fissure butt to that, good God, man. Let's, Let's hope. Let's hope it's open.
0: Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He constantly stinks. Uh, When I was reading this, I sort of took more of a sort of figurative sort of interpretation of it. I was wondering (laughs) if she meant, has it been resealed in terms of, uh, have we got a repeat of the first movie? Now, I mean, obviously, spoiler alert for all of our podcasts, but as we go through the film, there's so many bits that just changed and jumped out and avenues that thought you were going to go down like taking what was going to be the x-force team and then completely killing them all within the next scene was just slummoxing was like holy shit this movie is definitely taking some detours up main street
1: (laughs) (laughs) and a lot of people felt that way i love that they subverted all expectations i love that like deadpool is if nothing else the character that makes fun of superhero tropes so when they were like no 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 this isn't the team you thought it was that made me so happy but imagine like People with Shatterstar tattooed in their arm like, what? <laughs> that's a
2: real thing. People people actually have Shatterstar on there. What about the Vanisher? I've got the Vanisher tattooed on my face, actually. Oh, oh same. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, he's I'm, all I'm me. Yeah. Vanisher
1: cats. I'm a, I'm a Vanisher diehard over
2: here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so moving on to question number two. So that's just their classic compliment sandwich. So One good thing, one bad thing. And one good thing.
1: Uh, I think the one very impossibly strong thing was the fact that this movie didn't shy away from referencing things that it didn't own. Uh, Deadpool doesn't stay in his wheelhouse. That is a sandbox for everyone. That man does not know what a sandbox is. So I love that it went all the way to DC. I love that it referenced as many of Josh Brolin's prior roles as possible. I loved when it broke the <laughs> yeah, yeah, fourth yeah, wall. It was like, yeah, we're going to reference thing in-universe, out-of-universe, in-DC, out-of-DC. Like, the movie just went there. So I, I'm glad that they didn't get more money and got more lawyers afraid of taking chances because sometimes more money is more problems. <laughs> yeah. One bad thing for me was I did like so I love the movie, but I did find that there was a, a lack of heart once we lost Marina Baccarin once uh, once copycat there was a there was about a 10 minute window where I was like, oh, am I going to be OK with this love story without the love story? Because. The thing about Deadpool for me is he's a character with a heart of gold that you just think is an asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so once we lost her, I was afraid of like, oh, is this going to be like a Deadpool cosplayer kind of like sometimes people don't know why they love Deadpool. They just love him because Hot Topic loves him. Uh, so yeah, I, no. I was worried I about that got over it real quick. Hey, yeah, like that was that was a 10 minute like, wait a second. Um, but I mean, as far as bad things go. Like, that is that is a small price to pay for the glory of that movie. Final good thing is the cameos in that movie. Now, I only just discovered, not only is the, obviously, The Vanisher. This is full spoilers, I assume, so I'm sorry, listeners. Yeah, the Vanisher, full spoilers, yeah, yeah. The Vanisher's Brad Pitt, and that's incredible. Yes. But also, the redneck with the potbelly that Cable shoots, not just Alan Tudyk. The other guy was Matt frickin' Damon. Really? Really? That was Matt Damon and more prosthetics. I bet his mom didn't even recognize him. So Matt Damon, Alan (laughs) Tudyk, Brad Pitt, like you've got, and then the voice of Juggernaut was Ryan Reynolds himself. Like this movie is so many Easter eggs, so many (laughs) layered cameos. I got to give that some credit. My sandwich.
0: Oh, that's awesome. That's great. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, For me, I love Josh Boland's performance. I was... You know, I wasn't apprehensive or anything like that, but I was like, like typical of comic movies is they haven't got someone that looks like the character. I wonder if the, you know, people are going to get upset with that. And they even reference it in the movie, but Josh Bolden <laughs> just brought it for me. He was, he was amazing. Like, yeah, he, just, he did an amazing job as Thanos. And then to, you know, have another film come out three weeks later and just be equally as amazing in that is, is something that I loved. Uh, in terms of something I didn't like, I was really excited about the John Wick director coming on because I thought we're going to get action scenes that weren't choppy and jumpy and all over the place. And, there was one really particularly good one where Deadpool was running through that factory murdering everybody after he was chasing after that dude. And I love that. I loved how the action was on the screen and you got to see it all. But there were parts that were a bit more choppy action-y, but again, this is just a small thing to be taken away from the film. And then I love the unexpected direction that took you on, where it was like, hey, here's X-Force. Nah, they're dead. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's so good. I, I can't get over it. I mean, you, you get Terry Crews in the movie, you get the awesomeness of this Louis Tan. You know, and then just no, nah, they did, and then poor old Peter, <laughs> I was like, oh no, 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 not Peter. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I got so attached to Peter. Eh? Like, yeah.
1: I just was like, oh my god, I can't believe it's happening to Peter. Yeah, it Peter. Peter was all of us. Peter was our our own spirit. Peter was us. In the he was our eyes to look out through, and we loved him for
0: it. Totally, yeah, yeah. So for
1: me, um, the
2: one good thing, and this is actually, um, like, a, I feel like it's a bit of a silver lining for the the movie Green Lantern. Where we've <laughs> we've now seen another Maori from New Zealand act in a, a Marvel uh, Marvel film. So yes. we first we had Taika Waititi who directed Ragnarok yep. and now we've got Julian De- and now we've got that same connection with, with Ryan Reynolds into this film and I just love that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the bad thing, oh, I'm just not a fan of time travel eh? as soon as we saw a time <laughs> travel watch, I was just thinking every, no one's dying on this film, everyone's yeah. going to die and they're all going to be brought back to life and that's what happened and I couldn't get that <laughs> thought out of my head the whole time. I was like Fuck you, time travel plot. Um, it did but, give us a great yeah, post credit scene though. But yeah, yeah, but it did, it did work, it did work well. The, the other thing I love about this film is that gratuitous violence has become the norm in films now. We, when we had, um, the, you know, there's initial Marvel films with X Men, we had these, you know, scenes where Wolverine would stab people and wouldn't see any blood. Now we're seeing um, guys like Deadpool kick people's heads right off their shoulders yeah, you know, yeah. That, that's
0: awesome cool so that moves us on to question number three which two characters would you want with you on a crazy night out i'd take juggernaut because I, I reckon that guy he's insane yeah <laughs> i'd love, <laughs> love to go to juggernaut hey eh? like um uh
2: julian dennison's character for he makes a friend with juggernaut and and he's like a real good friend like well did he have nothing to else better to do after jail than go and help um Julian Dennison help him some kill yeah. someone? <laughs> Kick the shit out of some um some old guys in a in a boarding home. Like I thought that, <laughs> what a good friend. He'd you know, he, he'd be up for anything. And the other person that would be up for anything is Peter. <laughs> that guy that guy <laughs> literally on my sure list, yeah. <laughs> literally literally risked his life just because someone else told him to. Like that guy is perfect for peer pressure, eh? Like You'd be out with him and you go, oh, do something, you know, jump jump out of this plane, Peter, and he'd just do it at a whim. I'd love to go out with a guy like that.
1: I love the, how clearly your loyalties lie. Like, I'm like, I know where these two answers are coming. I know what this might be. <laughs> <laughs> so my two are going to be the most stereotypical two, and I admit that at the, at the top. I accept it, but there's a reason behind <laughs> it. I, I'm going Deadpool and Cable because the one moment we got in the movie with the brick when we almost had our Lethal Weapon moment, when we were so close to Lethal Weaponing, and like as as a diehard OG Lethal Weapon film fan, I was like, oh good god, we're gonna Riggs and Murtaugh with Cable and Deadpool? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanna bring out my Riggs and Murtaugh, my Too Old for This Shit, and my Merc on the Edge. And I want to have a grand old time. Does that make you
2: Joe Pesci then, Koi?
1: You know, I think I'm a little taller, not much, but I, I'm just enough. And I don't know. I, I might make me Rene Russo. I mean, Deadpool goes all <laughs> way, so who knows what might happen.
0: Oh, that's cool. Uh, so, I mean, if I go out, I want to have a good time and I want to get lucky. And how, how am I not going to do that if you've got Domino around? You can have <laughs> the luckiest night of your life. I reckon you don't have the luckiest
2: night because only she's lucky. And if she is the lucky one, that means you're definitely not going to hook up with her.
0: Because <laughs> how does that make her lucky? Oh, I'm not expecting to hook up with her. But, you know, like if you go out and it's just like, hey, you get free drinks. Hey, you just found a wallet on the ground. Hey, all that sort of shit. You I know,
2: I just feel like she'd be the one in the bar and you'd be in the line waiting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a very good, very good you're point. And the car
1: that flips over that she runs up and jumps <laughs> off. And you're like, oh, maybe not the best move. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Trouble does seem to find her uh and it's gonna sound a little bit too convenient but if you want a night out you need someone to drive you around so i'm going with Depender. he's your trusty loyal
1: friend <laughs> he doesn't charge does he, he doesn't, <laughs> doesn't charge he's <laughs> that's up for the anything most responsible answer you guys are like loyalty loyalty and i'm like i want massacres i want chaos i want lethal weapon you're like i feel like a dd a dd is really the solid choice here <laughs> yeah double d's <laughs>
0: it. so if you were a recruitment consultant, what job would this movie be suitable for? I'll jump in there. Uh, I think it's an IT professional. It's surly, it's grumpy, it's saki, it knows all about pop culture. It's an IT professional. It's <laughs> someone that you ring up when you're like, hey, my computer needs fixing. <laughs> it's that guy.
2: Yeah, i had I had, the, I had this movie picked for a hairdresser, and that's because. And sorry for all your hairdressers out there. Um, I just, We had this joke back in uh, <laughs> university that all hairdressers do is cut hair and put out. And this movie, it delivers. You know, it, it's a great action movie, and it just delivers every time. So, <laughs> and also it's just packed with insults. And this is probably the reason why I make that remark about hairdressers is because every time I go to the hairdresser. They sit there and constantly insult you for about an hour and a half. You know, like, geez, don't you wash your hair? How much do <laughs> you reckon that's the
0: hairdressers or do you reckon it's you?
2: <laughs> yeah, I think people do just insult me on the regular. In that, in that case, you're just sitting there in a seat for an hour and a half and you end
1: up having to pay 20 bucks. So yeah, very True. similar to this movie. I feel like mine would be a, uh, like a, what's it, what's it called? When you would like a charitable notion, like a phone call, like when you're a phone setter for charity and they have like that number on the bottom of the screen like when you're trying to oh, raise yeah, money because yeah, yeah. this is, is making oh, yeah, references yeah. yeah it's keeping you entertained it's drawing you in it's full of lively characters but it also like at some point you're afraid so you donate just to get away you're like oh god what might this guy do to <laughs> me <laughs> Here's some money. I'm, yes, you're welcome. Please, just go. Just go. so you're both entertained and afraid for your life, and that seems like profits to me.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Question number five: How long would you guys survive in this movie's world? Firefist is a fat,
2: useless, multi kid, and he survived the whole thing. So I reckon I'm gonna survive the whole. thing. If he can survive it, I can. I can live through. You're you on to your spirit animal. that is <laughs> yeah. I mean, he gets, he's, he's picking on. He's picking on the biggest guy in prison and getting beaten up, but he still makes it through. And I think. That's me. I'll get beaten up, but uh, I think I'll live.
0: I have seen you pick on the biggest (laughs) guy on the rugby field before and have similar results.
1: (laughs) I, I think I would make it to the third act. I think that I would be in a situation where like I feel bold and braggadocious and I like dope hinder my way into a situation. And then I'm like, yeah, I know what's going on. This is, And then, like, the third, like, something in the car chase would just knock me out. Like, I feel like I'd be, I'd get too big for my britches, and I would just be like, I'm Deadpool. Nope, no regeneration factor. I'm out. I like, I would I just get too hyped. And I know I'd follow Deadpool into any battle, and that would be like, I'm just a dude. I don't have time travel. I'm out. Yeah. You'd be hanging
2: on the power lines with old Brad
0: Pitt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Me, me and
1: Pitt just like, oh, I've done too, I've got too much.
0: I think it's stereotypical now that the beefcake bald headed dude goes out pretty quickly. So, yeah, I'd die pretty soon. <laughs> hey,
1: didn't the beef cake
0: bald-headed
2: dude get a um get a power line shoved up his butt at the end?
1: Yeah, you managed oh, to interact at least.
0: <laughs> <laughs> From Mother Russia. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that would have been me. <laughs>
1: And hey, you had the best score. You had an amazing chorus of, holy shitballs. Oh, yeah, I
0: love that, Hey, eh? That was during the movie, We actually, I, I, where Machu was like, are you listening to this? Are you picked up on this? Yeah. And,
1: holy fucking shit. It's the first ever movie score to get a parental advisory sticker. Not the soundtrack, the score. <laughs> you have to show ID to buy the score. What a magical time to be alive.
2: <laughs> oh, I love you, Deadpool. Okay, so what deep philosoph- uh, philosophical debate arose
0: with you in um, during the film? So when I was watching it, I was looking at Julian Dennison. I was watching him, and I was like, here's a 15-year-old kid who's you know relatively fat, who's in a superhero movie. Hey, maybe I could have been in a superhero movie. And then I remember to the home videos that me and my mates made, I was like, no, you couldn't.
2: thought <laughs> <laughs> I thought the philosophical. You are not de- an actor. I thought your philosophical debate, Sam, would have been: if I put a bag of cocaine in my mouth and punch myself, <laughs> will I have the same effect?
1: Come <laughs> yeah. on, I'm sure you thought about that.
0: Yeah, that was on the <laughs> shortlist. <yeah. laughs>
1: The philosophy of cocaine is how the 80s were done. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I went philosophical in a, in a less cocaine-fueled. <laughs> the man can't die, and he lost the only thing that kept him alive. So is it better to live forever, or is it better to die with those you love so you actually know what love is? So I, I went full, like, what is life, and why is life, and... And why is Gamora?
0: <laughs> well done, Coy. We've got to have a deep, poignant answer on this at least once. So you, you pulled it there. Yeah, well done, man.
2: Yeah, the other thing I was thinking about is Domino actually lucky. Like, didn't she said she got tortured in that school? So how lucky is she? Do you just get your luck at, <laughs> like um, when you turn into a teenager, or? She just got her luck. Where, where did this luck come from? Trouble seems to follow
0: her. And yeah. it like, yeah, sure, she got to ramp off a car and stuff like that. But I was watching it like, sure, there's an easy way to do this. Yeah, if, if she was lucky, shouldn't she be in the X-Men, not the X-Force? Isn't that the bad luck? <laughs> that's, true. that's
1: true. She should have finished college. <laughs> yeah.
0: But even if she needs money, she just needs to walk into a casino. And then suddenly she's minted, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, that that's the question is like philosophically, like, what is luck? Like, does does... Does her ending up in that situation constitute as luck? All of, she, Everyone she knows just died.
2: <laughs> exactly, yeah. She's got a creepy guy Peter on her tail. Yeah.
0: <laughs> cool. So question number seven. What flavor pizza is this movie? This has got to be a dessert pizza.
2: Ooh, it's kind of like a dessert pizza is like, what the fuck? Is that a pizza? <laughs> and it's like, what kind of movie is this? A movie that breaks the fourth wall, does all these um, different things. And it's
0: a bit of a guilty pleasure. That makes a lot of sense.
1: I think this is a full-on supreme. So we got the sausage, pepperoni, ham. You got your various peppers. You got like a a full-on supreme, but with pineapple. Ooh! So it's a movie chock full of items, chock full of characters, chock full of plot points, and then some random sweetness that you might not expect. It's also a little jarring. You're like, do I like this? I think I like this. But a lot of people are going to judge me for how much I like this.
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's a good answer. Uh, I went with a barbecue smoked chicken. Because it's it's not your standard pizza. It's like not what you expect from a superhero movie. It's a little bit different, really tasty. But the kicker on that is that it's from Domino's. <laughs> 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 Just makes too much sense. All
1: three of these sound delicious. I'm a little concerned about the dessert people with the fruits because I'm not sure what kind of fruit you'd put on a dessert pizza. Is it like sliced apples or cra- But, you know, I'm in. I'm in for all
2: of this. Awesome. So um, what quote from this movie would definitely not work as a pickup line? I should have worn my white pants. (laughs) I I had a, can you speak up? It's hard to hear you with that pity dick in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty sure that one definitely wouldn't work. I'm sure I've seen you try that before. (laughs) Talking to my mates. I don't know why I'm trying to pick them up.
1: I I had a, uh, a post electrical cord thrusting. This is for mother Russia. (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> i feel like that just intimidates and causes fear more than picking up anyone and if you know if you do pick up someone with that line you might worry about your wallet and you're waking up the next morning
0: <laughs> so so true <laughs> all right what
2: what movie would you set um this one up with the with on a blind date well
0: i looked at this and i was like i need an r-rated movie i need something that's a little bit insane Something that could probably handle this insanity, basically. You know, something to sort of mirror it off. And I went with the wonderful, amazing Lexi Alexander's Punisher Warzone. Oh, yeah. It's a comic book movie. It's R-rated. It likes getting graphic and violent. It could handle each other.
1: Oh, I like that answer. Uh, I, I went with the uh, underappreciated, overstuffed, quite insane, never seen by many, King Arthur of Guy Ritchie. Uh, the King Arthur Guy Ritchie movie that came out last year that I saw that that is the end of the list
0: oh so you're the one that saw it
1: (laughs) i'm the guy i'm the guy that was in that they took a photo like a promo still and it's me by myself in a theater going yeah (laughs) uh so the movie is it's action-packed it's really adrenaline filled it's got a lot of characters it's setting up a franchise it's almost a superhero movie in its scope but it's just off kilter enough that I feel like Deadpool would appreciate it, because it's not stereotypical, it's not traditional. Just like X-Force just, you know, dying in five minutes, this movie takes a lot of bold chances while assembling a team, and it also keeps you guessing, and it's by a really stylized director, much like the John Wick guys. So they're, they're almost kindred spirits, plus I just told at least a hundred people that might see it to see it. Now, thousands might listen to this, but even if I got 100, 10,000 might listen to this, but 100 New Zealanders, please watch King Arthur. <laughs> hey, we've got nothing better to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tr- Slowly but surely, there'll be like a day I'm like, it's been five years. 100 people have seen King Arthur. Now I can rest. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought this, this movie would be good to set up with Green Lantern. Could <laughs> <laughs> kill us, yeah. but um, I I'd just love to see those two meet up and be like, "Oh my god, we're we're in the same room,"
0: and and you're the, the guy headphones. that watches like first dates and those shows like that, and likes it when they the turn disaster. into disaster. Yeah, 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 yeah I know. <laughs>
1: when, they, when they go into the bathroom and talk shit about each other,
0: you love shade and food, don't you? <laughs> you love seeing other people's misery.
1: You have a, a very dark blind date. You're like, let's see if they can suffer. Let's watch the room, and then we'll watch Birdemic. and then we'll watch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Awesome. So that moves us on to question number 10, the last of our all play before we get into our personal questions. So which character from this film just really clearly needs to get laid? I couldn't think of anyone that didn't need to get laid in the <laughs> film. Eh? I was like,
2: Peter, Peter definitely needs to get laid. He, if he's joining a uh, like a um, a suicidal group to get, find a girl, that's the, you know, Zeke guys, <laughs> that guy has definitely not hooked up with anyone in his life. Yeah, he doesn't have anyone important you. Yeah. <laughs> he spits acid. What's coming out of his other orifices?
0: Like, um... <laughs> oh, <shit>. a
2: Depender. dependent <laughs> pinder. last girlfriend, he, didn't, he, didn't he put her in the boot? Or was that his...
0: No, uh, it was her partner that he ended up yeah, murdering you.
2: Shatterstar.
1: Him. I mean, all these guys, they just... If they join an X-Force, they all need to get laid. Fair enough. Yep, mine was definitely Depender, because not only do I know his history, I know his relationship history, and I also knew that Crazy madness in his eyes is definitely from not getting any in a while. That man is wound so tight. That he is willing to charge into battle for nothing with people he only recently met while not charging them taxi fare. That is a man looking for a lot of validation. so he is not getting anywhere he needs it get dopender laid <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's a new petition.org that we're gonna have
1: to start yeah. <laughs> get hashtag get dopender laid <laughs> yeah.
0: so I went with Deadpool I think in order for that guy to survive he needs to get laid <laughs>
1: he's, <laughs> he's got a
0: lot of pent up frustration and I think that carries along he's
2: constantly trying to kill himself eh? just because he's not getting laid
0: trying and to get into his death. exactly <laughs> yeah. if he was getting laid he might not be suicidal
1: I mean even Copycat mentioned Deadpool sleeping with classes that, that was a throwaway line that wasn't not a throwaway line that might go down in x-force we don't know
0: (laughs) (laughs) i totally reckon and
1: all the better for both of them
0: completely agree so coy that moves us on to your set of three questions
1: it's in the same phone i'm afraid of closing this app to check it you guys have them in front of you okay yeah
0: yeah yeah. it's uh which mutants should join x-force is the first one
1: so i want a really 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 weird one and they kind of touched on it with zeitgeist but do you guys know Chamber?
0: Yes, I love Chamber. Yep. No, I don't know. He was in Generation. <laughs> I don't know who Modok is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Chamber might be even weirder than Modok. <laughs> so Chamber is a character whose powers developed, and it blew off half his face and most of his chest, and now he has a big fiery pit where his mouth and chest should be. So he wears a series of scarves and like turtlenecks, and he's also like a very dreamy British boy band looking guy but he speaks psionically and has, like, telekinetic powers by way of fire chest. And if anyone's going to replace Zeitgeist, it is Chamber, and it also gives us the chance to piss off a ton of fanboys by casting my boy Robert Pattinson as an X-Force member, as Chamber, covering (laughs) half of his face. So those that wanted Pattinson in the movie are upset, and those that didn't are upset and everyone's angry and that to me is an x-force casting move so bring on robert Pattinson in his chamber that makes so much sense they're both british that works
0: that's awesome it totally
1: plays it even looks like him the swoothy hair the eyes He <laughs>
0: does this oh, I, I i must admit uh dear listeners koi has the most amazing um casting choices that you've ever heard uh, i'm constantly blown away where you often bring up characters and you're like oh hey, i reckon this guy should play him and you just sit there going yep can't argue with that. It's perfect.
1: <laughs> my instant fan casting is, is like so polarizing. It's 100%. Yeah. Or like, what is wrong? With, I'm not watching Marvel movie news or Collider heroes ever again. This person has had a, had a stroke during the show. I'm out.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, I'd say your one's probably hundred percent on the mark. And my one is probably hundred percent off the <laughs> mark, but let's <laughs> let's talk about it anyway. Um, say so I, I reckon the girl from total recall with three tits. That's the only mutant I could think of. And like, how good, like, that was, that's such a memorable moment Jesus for Christ. so many people. And we need to, we need to re, you know, rehash that out. And I reckon Deadpool's a
1: perfect place for it.
0: It's a shame this podcast isn't visual. He's actually touching <laughs> his chest at the moment while saying this. I wish I you had know, three I, hands. I pictured he
1: was, but I haven't seen you guys. So I'm picturing him as Firefist and it's very graphic. It's
0: <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I went with an equally random character as well. I went with random Here we go, nice little play on words. Yes, he's like a grey dude that can basically turn his arm into a gun. Takes different shapes and forms and shoots protoplasm or some fucking weirdness like that. But he's odd, he's weird, he's also an anti-hero, he'd fit well into the Xbox universe.
1: And he's definitely in the world of like what have they done they're bringing him in okay yeah I'm here
2: for that how random is this we've actually bought in a guy called random yeah yeah. your next question boy was build the perfect Deadpool
1: uh, chimichanga
0: this one's easy for me it's a wheelbarrow of cancer. it's an eight foot of chrome it's a touch of racism it's a pinch of luck and it's a splash of diabetes
1: (laughs) there it is there it is the perfect Deadpool chimichanga (laughs) yeah I had a um, you, you
2: get two avocados and they both hate fuck each other and you mix it with uh (laughs) sex toys some festering cancer wombs some little children (laughs) a bunch of big fuckers and wrap it in a deep fried bull bag coming
0: soon to taco bell
1: (laughs) 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 i went literal because i was like you know what i feel like these guys they're they're gonna get the hint they're gonna they're gonna reach so i'm thinking barbacoa pulled pork chicken and steak all deep fried in a wet burrito inner layer. The outer layer is then wrapped in a mix of mozzarella sticks and french fries, which is also then deep fried. And then the outer layer is a cheesesteak, which basically makes this the turducken of chimichangas. Because all of that is covered <laughs> in a beautiful layer of cheese and served with rice and beans. Shit, that is that does sound amazing, actually.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, we can end the podcast now. I'm off to
1: get feed. <laughs> I'm super hungry. That's like a full cholesterol death. That's like in, arteries are like freezing as the words are coming out of my mouth. <laughs>
0: it's so true. And that quite conveniently leads us on to your next question, which was, what does your death look like?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I also wanted this one to be interpretive. Uh, either how you might die or what your Marina Buckerin slash copycat, who your ideal woman in death is. Cause she played this beautiful yeah. visage of death in the film, and I love that they did basically the character of death like the comics without actually having death, and that was I thought that was beautiful. So personally, the love of my childhood, the the spawning of my adolescence, the woman that made me realize I loved woman, Shannon Sossiman, is uh man Uh-oh. oh man. I'm just gonna like if I die and there's twenty one uh, a knight's tale Shannon Saucimans waiting for me at the Pearly Gates, then I know I've done something right. I know that uh this this is what death is and I've earned it. And uh you know, she can read poetry to me anytime. So my my death is Shannon is Saucimon. <laughs> that makes so much sense. What about you, Machu? What do you got? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Muchu sort of drifted off into yeah, a you know, hey. I was just thinking
2: like um so I'm married and I've got a bit of a crazy. <laughs> and she's so crazy that um, I'm actually quite quite allergic to peanuts. And just recently she bought home a kebab that had satay sauce all the way through it. And I ate the whole thing and, and just about went to hospital. So pretty sure um, what's going to happen is I'll be watching a Marvel film and she'll be getting pissed off. And um, she's going to slip me some satay sauce kebab and, and that'll be me. And that'll yeah. be my
0: death. <laughs> I reckon my death is going to be... The last words out of my mouth was going to be like, I don't feel very well, followed by my wife going, oh, shut up. You're fucking talking shit again. <laughs> but, then, but then I thought about it and I was like, my heaven is a log side cabin it's a bucket of KFC now KFC over here in New Zealand Koi is life it's like it's, yeah. it's, I'm pretty sure Koi's never heard of KFC no no it's, I've had American KFC Kentucky and I've had New Zealand KFC you
1: speak of 21 er, yeah. 11 herbs and spices what yeah 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 one of them's
0: heroin uh, <laughs> but it, in New Zealand it's it's, it's amazing it's um, basically what every Kiwi boy is raised on we go there all the time what you can't see now Koi is Sam absolutely sweating <laughs> You yeah, forget this, like, about KFC all this talk about food and KFC, I'm starting to... <laughs> Jesus, I'm eating my lip. That moves you on to my set of personal questions. For some reason, they're pretty keen to get Deadpool into the X-Men. Fuck knows why. But which character would you definitely not leave in charge of a school full of mutants? Oh, it's got to be Blind
2: <laughs> she, how She's just got people, random people coming into her house all the time. She's got guns and drugs everywhere. It's Blind Owl. <laughs> you, you're not leaving
1: a school full of mutants and blind owl's hands. That's true. I will go with Weasel. I feel like Weasel would not only like (laughs) try to capitalize on the children but he also might like steal from them. (laughs) He might like sell them on some sort of black market. Like I feel like Weasel's like the guy, I'm like, you know, maybe not that guy. Like, even Deadpool seems more reliable than Weasel. Let's let's keep Weasel away from the children.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, with the guy that looks like Jared Kushner, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's already looking after the kids, and he's not doing
2: a
1: good job. Yeah, yeah. It- secret sex lips yes
0: <laughs> so moves on to the next question are colossus and deadpool gonna hook up this is a deadly game of gay chicken
2: isn't it like <laughs> who's gonna go the furthest and and the answer is deadpool like, yeah, so yes yeah. they gotta hook up
1: so for me this was a a endearing concept because it gives us the opportunity to have deadpool find love again and i mean this is graphic <laughs> but you need someone with healing ability to handle colossus that's just science and if that's that going to be true, anybody, yeah. you need a regenerating Merc, and I feel like they have love. I feel like they're destined, and I and I just hope I hope the the Russian embraces Wade sweetly. And he looks at Colossus. Looks like a giant sex toy, and, and that's what, um, <laughs> what? Deadpool's all I don't about. Know what a sex <laughs> <buying>, bro. <laughs> I, I just want Deadpool to have love with with Copycat and Colossus. I want you know it's 2018. <laughs> love everyone.
0: <Yeah. laughs> I reckon Deadpool's keen for it. I sort of suspect Colossus, maybe not so much. But, you know, Russian vodka. I've drunk Russian vodka in Russia before. And, man, I've had some weird experiences. <laughs> so I reckon Colossus maybe smash back a few vodkas and then wake up one morning and be like, oh, no. <laughs> I've got to go see the mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So finally, from me, uh, from my personal set of questions, what other one or two pop culture timelines should Deadpool fix? So in this movie, Deadpool goes back in time, Stop Rowan Reynolds from making um, Green Lantern, fixes wolverine origins he's done a few good pop culture timelines but what what one or two would you guys like to see him fix i'd like to see him stop george clooney val kilmer and ben affleck from becoming
2: batman (laughs) Fuck those guys i love (laughs) batman and i yeah i'm starting to hate him but and um and i'd like him to stop the matrix two and three makes sense (laughs) yeah i'd
1: like that so i've got i've got three quick ones i've got uh the hobbit movie's don't need to tarnish the glory that is Lord of the Rings. Uh, Peter Jackson, if you want to make Hobbit yeah. movies, maybe use practical effects because you did it great ten years before. What was the move there, guy?
0: Peter Jackson listens to this podcast too. He's a big New Zealand fan of ours. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, you know what? I, I, you know, I love, I love Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings. I just want, I want more Lord of the Rings, not more Hobbits. So maybe that'd be, you know, six yep. movies of one ilk. Uh, I also would love yep. to have uh, the Terminator franchise cleaned up, which is also very meta because Tim Miller is taking over Terminator, so if Deadpool teamed up with his boy Tim Miller to then jaunt over the Terminator franchise, make sure 4, 5, and whatever, 6 just didn't happen, I'm a diehard, like next to Lethal Weapon, the next franchise is Fast and the Furious. I want to understand how Jason Statham gets to kill Han and to be welcomed into the family. Justice for Han. So cleaning up the han storyline what is this tokyo drift happening after seven nonsense i need that i need that spelled out so let's justice for han bring him back
0: (laughs) i am totally with you there for me i'd love to go back in time it's 1996 i knock on george lucas's door and i'm like no (laughs) no don't make han shoot first don't make the prequels just let someone else make these movies bro and i also i feel very very sorry for wonder woman I feel like she's this outlier in a sea full of bleakness that is DC. I would, I would almost love it if we could go back to 1938 or 7 or whenever she was invented and just go up to the inventor of Wonder Woman and say, take it to Marvel, bro. <laughs> There's <That was> Atlas <laughs> Comics at the time. Was like, take it over there. Sell it. Sell Wonder, <laughs> Wonder Woman to these guys. Don't let her become part of the DC.
1: Oh, man, dark. Just depriving their one beautiful light, just snuffing it out before their time. I feel bad, but... Oh. <laughs> And also, Peter Jackson, I love you. Thank you for your great body of work.
2: (laughs) there's no way to help Peter Jackson yeah. <laughs> he's, he's too busy thinking up new Hobbit movies
1: yeah. he's doing the yeah. billion dollar Amazon yeah. franchise
2: yeah, yeah true alright so that leads me on to my three questions so when Cable and the X-Force joined I thought that was the weirdest decision that either of them could make so who do you think made the worst decision Cable by joining the X-Force or X-Force by accepting him?
0: I think if Cable knew what had just happened to the X-Force you probably wouldn't have joined them because <laughs> yeah. as far as Cable perspective it was Deadpool and Domino showing up you know he, he didn't see the four other dudes in, but he <laughs> ate their dips.
1: <laughs> yeah I gotta I gotta say Cable was definitely the boulder like he I it was interesting because they made him like the he's hunting a child but they made you really care and like Josh Brolin did a great job for me so I feel like Cable definitely didn't uh, didn't know what he was getting into with the X Force join, so I think he he was the the, the loser of that card. Yeah, true.
2: But, they, but he leveraged it so well. Like they're trying, they're literally trying to save Firefist and he's trying to kill them. And he's like, "Can you help me try and kill him?" And they're yeah, like, "Can you oh, No, basically. we oh, we got to you guys got to smash Juggernaut while I shoot Firefist. And they go, "No, we're trying to save him." Oh, I'll give you thirty seconds. <laughs> so we got thirty. So they they and and literally all they had to do, all X Force had to do, was not help. Cable, and they would have saved fire, Firefist. Yeah. That's all they had to do. That's true. Do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they yeah. they took him out to give themselves 30 seconds. It was weird. Okay. Mm. The next one is Ju- Julie, uh, New Zealand's own Julian Dennison starred as uh, Firefist in the movie, or Russell. So was it a hit or a miss?
0: I'd say hit, but I, I don't know. I don't know if I had higher anticipation or expectations for him. And the other thing for us too, Koi, is as New Zealanders, we don't often see ourselves in media you know aside mm-hmm. from fly the concords and you know Korg and all that sort of stuff so when we do pop up we're like oh that just reminds me of some annoying kid from school like, <laughs> <laughs> we also have massive tall poppy syndrome
2: so when we see someone getting up we like to push them back down a yeah, but-
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe i doing a bit of that right now yeah. oh i like but that yeah, I mean, like, even, syndrome. like even corg in the movie by the end of like ragnarok like americans loved him you know australians and British and all our listeners around the world were like, oh my God, Korg is so amazing. Frosty was like, oh, he's kind of like your drunk uncle at a party who's, you know, had a few too many and started talking crap here.
1: As a fan of Hunt for the Wilder People*, I had high expectations for him. And I think it was a win for him because that, you get so much exposure from these movies and I would like to see more Julian Dennison. Like, I felt like he wasn't in it quite enough. and it, But like, he was playing Firefist yeah. and made it work. Like, Firefist is not a character. The world knew. So like, I think I think he did it. I think I think it was a win for me. And plus, I mean, now more yeah. people are going to see Hunt for the Wilder people, which is incredible.
0: Oh, yeah,
2: totally. Yeah, yeah. He is establishing himself in in Hollywood as the uh, Maori Jonah Hill. So that's that's, <laughs> that's what I'm excited about. <laughs> All right. So um, on to my last question. Um, Deadpool goes back in time and stops bad versions of himself. What bad version of your prior self would you stop?
0: There's been at least a few nights where I've woken up in place that it's not my house. And I'm not saying necessarily saying I've woken up in hospital or woken up in prison, but I have.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer, also.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, another time I don't want to reveal on into the public.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I think, uh, I think for me, it would be uh, most of high school. I think I just, uh, yeah, high school <laughs> was just kind of a blur of like, what was that move? What was your goal there? Did that go how you want? Like, I would just kind of, you know, <laughs> retroactively. Plus, like, I read comics throughout my high school and, like, hit it. And now I'm doing that for a living. So I'd be like, hey, chin up, guy. Read more comics. Buy more don't listen, everyone. This is your future. What? No, no, trust me.
0: <laughs> I'm kind of imagining you just sitting in a darkened room with a candlelight, just reading comics, As like, I hope no one finds out, sort of. Thing, like,
1: just just pouring like, over like, like, a, like a cartoon of like, Amish, just like, they can't know. I know the printed word. Yeah, exactly. People are
0: busting in on
2: you and you're yelling at, I'm watching porn. I'm watching porn. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's porn. It's not comic books. Hiding all the Spider-Man paraphernalia.
2: <laughs> yeah. you've got a playboy centerfold it in it there's a spider-man comic yeah, yeah. <laughs> how did you know did you see my
1: past what is this
2: <laughs> yeah you've I, been stalking people again <laughs> <aren't you? laughs> i've made some big mistakes in my life the, the reverse mullet is probably the top one i i thought you know cutting off all my hair and leaving a really long fringe and then plaiting it that would make me look real cool. So, yeah, I'd probably go back in time and shoot that version of myself.
0: That, that was the haircut for New Zealand boys <laughs> in the 90s age, shaving <laughs> off all your hair except for your fringe.
1: Well, you guys know what I'm Googling when this conversation's over. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, that
0: moves us down to our final question. And this uh, question comes care of Gillian Ashton, one of our biggest fans of the show. Anyway, care of her, TJ Miller, or she calls him, TJ Bomb Hoax, won't appear in any future X-Force or Deadpool movies, who would you guys replace him with? I've got Rocket. Rocket from Guardians of the Galaxy.
2: (laughs) Oh, I love that. Good God. He needs a new crew to hang out with and I reckon X-Force and he's just as wild and wacky and He's got some great, um, he's got some great lines, and it's about time uh, Deadpool's got a mate that's not a coward. Hopefully. Well done, well done
0: for picking a Marvel
2: character, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of an actor, yeah. but yeah, well done. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully, um, Deadpool can help Rocket get laid. Eh? That's what I'm excited about. Saying. I'm not into bestiality or anything like that, but I'm just, I'm just curious. Just, alert, yeah. just curious. He's
1: gonna be slinging Modoc quotes before you know it, guys. We made a made a converter out of this <laughs> yes. guy. Yeah,
2: I know. He's Converting him, man. He's... I've been using Modoc as an insult for any of my friends with giant heads lately, and it's so it's cat. On.
1: So my I got two. I got um Tessa Thompson, a la Valkyrie, like that like strong spirited oh, yes. badass yeah. fighter. Uh she's also like that in Creed, so that like that's how I see her. Uh, but also, and this is a bold different choice, Bill fucking Murray. Oh, <laughs> I love Bill Murray. <laughs> Imagine Bill Murray behind the bar, dealing with criminals, dealing with mercs, dealing guns. It'd be like Charlie's Angels after Dark. Give me that shit.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. Fuck you, I could totally see that working. <laughs> uh, the man of the moment that I'm going with that has given a lot to Deadpool, but unfortunately didn't get a lot back out of it is Donald Glover. Oh. Even just play Weasel and then just some joke being like, you used to look different. No, I didn't. <laughs> and then it just moves on, sort of thing.
1: Dude, okay, next time I jump on your show, and that, the fact that I had to run in and out of the show means I definitely got to do it again. We can do a whole Donald Glover goddamn show. That answer is fucking
0: perfect. Yes, it is. Oh, I totally love him. So, anyway, guys, that takes us to the end of our podcast. Thank you very much for listening. uh Koi, we've got to hand it to you. We knew you were going to bring the Marvel knowledge and wisdom, and you've done it, mate. You've been an amazing guest on the show, and we thank you so much for taking some time out of your day and bringing us from America to do this. This has been really cool. Yeah, Felix, like
1: it's been Dude. an education class for me. But uh, <laughs> <it'll be. laughs> Thank you guys so much. It's been it's been freaking awesome. I uh, I definitely want to do a lethal weapon or something with you guys again when I got a little bit more wiggle. Today's been chaos, but it's been awesome.
0: So anyway, guys, unfortunately we've lost Koi. He's had to drop out. But uh, yeah, that takes us to the end of our podcast. Thank you so much for joining me, Machu. You've managed to hang around. Yeah, yeah.
2: We're <laughs> still here i'm <laughs> um, not sure what's happened with koi but we'll catch up with him later on i guess
0: so yeah if you guys like koi i'll do a little sign off for him and plug some of the stuff he's on he's on Collider heroes he's on uh, screen junkies movie fights he's often on screen junkie shows where they get in a marvel expert uh, you can find him on twitter at c-o-y-j-a-n-d-r-e-a-u and yeah that's that's koi yeah <laughs> no, it was awesome
2: having him on actually it's
0: been really really good man thank you so much for coming on we'll definitely get you back on another show later in the year so anyway guys if you liked our show you can follow us on twitter at movie reviews in you can follow us on facebook at movie reviews and 20qs uh feel free to send us tweets messages or emails on mritqs at gmail.com to suggest any films you want us to do any questions you want to see featured so anyway guys if this thing's for me catch chao